Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fine edition of The Haunting. My name is B Socks. I'll be your host as we dive into the world of the paranormal, the unknown, and the weird for another month of October. Uh, just to put this out there real quick, this month is going to be a little bit different. The last, this is kind of the fifth year we've been doing this here at the radio station. And in the past, it's been all local paranormal groups throughout the state of Iowa. Well, this year we are kind of expanding things and we're going to go back in time. We're going to talk to people about the state of Iowa, uh, and just a whole bunch of other wackiness. So I hope you, uh, enjoy uh, the ride as we dive into this tonight, we are uh, going to go back in time to the very first interview we did for the haunting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the line with me, my pal, my buddy, Seth Olney from Calhoun County Paranormal Investigators. What's going on, dude? What is up, Eastock? How are you doing, my brother? Uh, we talked about this off the air. I'm starting to get the kids cold. And uh, my brain is starting to slow down as the afternoon proceeds. So this should be interesting here within the next few minutes. But for those of you who remember, uh, Seth and his brother Jesse uh, joined me on the uh, first uh, haunting uh, way back when. And uh, we talked about ghosts. We talked about Bigfoot. We talked about UFOs and everything in between. And um, just due to timing, uh, I apologize to Jesse uh, for <laughs> I told Seth the other day, I'm like, Listen, man, I don't got time to be dealing. <laughs> so I want to apologize to Jesse real quick. We'll get him on again at some point. But uh, Seth, how we been uh, five years later, man? Oh, man, dude, I'm, I've been good. Things are things are a lot different now. I, I don't live there anymore. You're a dad. A you dad, don't live I'm here dead. anymore. It's crazy. You don't even you don't even believe in ghosts anymore. I don't. I, 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 I don't haunt ghosts anymore. Yeah, it's this is a whole whole plethora. I'm just a new man, these Just a new man. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Uh since uh the last time you were on the show for the haunting, it's been about five years. Uh uh Calhoun County Paranormal Investigators has gone through some changes. As we kind of talked about in the in the uh first interview, you guys were starting to make the move from ghost research and the like to Bigfoot correct correct yes yeah we uh we had definitely started to transition because my brother had left um ghost hunting and we wanted to bring back the band like we it had been a while since we had been out you know together hunting weird scary things and uh so we were like let's go after bigfoot let's start making uh, squash iowa and that led us down more way more of a path of uh bigfoot than paranormal we were still dabbling in parano or, uh, ghosts and whatnot uh, but we were definitely aiming towards bigfoot and now we are just full-fledged that's all we do is bigfoot and i want to get to squatch iowa because that is an award-winning documentary that you guys put out um Heck yeah but uh, the reason you guys got out of ghost hunting, this goes back to the story you told on the original show of uh, Jesse's interaction with Velis the Velisca Axe murder house, correct? Correct, yes. He had a wild, terrifying experience in the cellar at the Axe house. And if you want to hear it, you know, I, I encourage you to go check out the original interview. But uh, I know there's that certain bit of you know, wanting to follow your brother and have your brother involved with stuff. But you had said, and this was on the phone the other day, something about 
you thought it was something you shouldn't be messing with. Right. Why did you, what was the other reasons for you to get out of the world of uh, ghost hunting? So it's, it's kind of crazy. And, and I try not, I'll try not to ramble here, but I started noticing as I went on some later hunts, like we went, we went uh, to Missouri state penitentiary and spent the whole night. I think that was back in 2020. You, and I you went with uh, Jonah's group, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. Yep. JPR. Yep. We, uh, and Jesse went along that time, and we it was incredible. I mean, don't ever get me wrong. I It's like an addiction going out and spending <laughs> nights in haunted locations. Like, I still think about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we, we went out, and we did that, and I remember Jesse saying, like, I know I shouldn't, but I shouldn't have done this because, like, everything in his life started going screwy. Uh, real quick, though, that was after yeah, yeah. the Velisca thing. And I thought because I was like, oh, he he's not going to investigate. He's just going to videotape you guys, right? Yeah, it's, that's that's what the whole the whole goal was. And he he was just there to film, just there to experience. And we're urbexers; we love abandoned buildings, and yeah. he wanted that sort of side of things. But then it's like you know, it's like drugs, man. It just starts like eating at you. You just like oof. And he kind of just gave in, and he was like investigating along with us. And he, he was telling me about these things that were happening to him after the investigation. I was like, wow, I remember my flight home was awful. Like I, I was stranded in Chicago for like 24 hours and there was just all these things that were happening to me and I'm just like brushing them off. So another year goes by and we have a chance to come back to Iowa and go to Farrar. And we were kind of like making it our last time at Farrar. Okay. And Jesse decided to come with us then too. And he, we full fledged all went out that night. We were just investigating. We pushed that place. We were, we were like old school. And dude, that next six months of my life was like the worst, some of the worst times I've ever had. Really? And I, I'm a, a Christian, a born again <laughs> Christian. And I just literally felt like I was being told, you got to stop. You have to stop this. And then I was presented with all of these, like I just stumbled upon them. I stumbled into these Bible verses and stuff saying like, you were literally doing witchcraft and you are doing evil things like by trying to contact the dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you need, you need to stop. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, and I, it, it, yeah. So I, and then the, one of the craziest things ever was I had these ghost boxes, right? Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to sell these ghost boxes, make some money, blah, blah. And I literally heard the loudest voice in my head say, "No, smash them." And really? Like, no way. Oh, dude, I'm not even. I'm not even kidding, man. He said, "Do not spread this to other people. Smash them." I was like, "All right." So I took two hundred dollars worth of ghost boxes outside and smashed them with a hammer. Seth, have because you? I ever seen a psychiatrist or? <laughs> no, dude. I know. I know, man. I'm. I'm... <laughs> And, and I, for I those really, of you that, and for those of you who may be listening, I, I'm, I'm doing this in fun. I'm not, uh, I'm <laughs> no, no, no. This is to be expected, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so you smashed $200 worth of ghost boxes. I did, dude. I, I rarely hear the voice of God. I've heard it a few times and this was like, okay, God, I hear you, pal. Like, I'm not even going to think about it. Like, really? I just listen. And now, when I've was this? On a, it was shortly. I think it was like a month or two after our last Ferrar investigation. And that would have been about uh, when? 
I'm just curious. Uh, that would have been that would have been tw- uh, October or November of 2021. Okay, so a little bit of yeah. time. Did a little you, bit. Oh yeah. Did you tell anybody about the voice of God telling you to smash things? Oh, I've told people. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, dude. I'm not kidding, man. I have things have, and, and I'm not trying to like go on some preaching path, but things have gotten so much better in a lot of senses in my life, especially my marriage and a bunch of other stuff. It was affecting. It was like affecting me it was affecting my marriage it was affecting a lot of things and it's a weird thing to say oh you're just talking to ghosts bro like yeah no like it was just something i'm not supposed to do and i'm not sitting here like condemning people and i'm not condemning other people's choices but that's just my like thing and it was weird because i saw it happening to my brother and i kept denying it and then it started happening to me and i was like okay all right looks like i'm just gonna go after 12 foot tall hairy monkeys in the woods now uh, <laughs> not to play devil's advocate here i mean i mean it's easy to just say it's the paranormal stuff stuff i take that out of my life sure. and things are hunky dory you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, oh yeah but i mean could it be the thing and i can't think of what the term is but when uh if i tell you uh boy that cloud looks like a rabbit you're gonna see a rabbit you know sure and you and that's the thing it's it's purely objective and there's like it's again, if you're also, you know, in the, the terms, the simple terms of religious or whatever, Yeah, you know, it's more understanding in that, but it, dude, I'm not kidding. Like my, everything changed a whole bunch since I stopped ghost hunting, like mentally and, um, things that were just hurting in my life just completely turned around and it was just me quitting ghost hunting. And I like, things came into focus that things need, that needed to be in focus better. And like, again, I know it might sound absurd to a lot of, you know, people, but it's just like one of those things. It's like obeying what you've been told. And it's like, okay, okay. all right. And, and trust me, I, <laughs> I want to go out. Like my buddy lives on this property and half the woods are freaking haunted. And all I want to do is out, go out there and just investigate. <laughs> You know, you can but, sneak it under the radar and say, well, we're investigating Bigfoot, not ghosts. <laughs> so, so I, my biggest thing is not, um, contacting, not interacting, not trying to provoke, not trying okay. to get things to happen. If things happen around me, then so be it. I'm not out there looking for it. I'm not trying to talk to it. I'm not trying okay. to contact it. Um, so I still will go explore old abandoned buildings. And if something happens, then it happens. You know, like I was telling you yesterday, I live in a haunted, my house is haunted. And I want to ask you about that, but real quick, uh, Seth Olney yep, from Calhoun yep. pa- uh, County Paranormal Investigators on the line with me right now as we uh, are talking about ghosts, the paranormal, and everything in between. When you say, you know, stumbling into this stuff, uh, it's just, it's crazy to hear that, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I understand, man. <laughs> okay, so let me let's go back to Farrar for just a second. Your last yeah, your last investigation man. that set up, you know, this stuff that, you know, led to all this, you know, officially leaving the world of ghost hunting. What was the last night at Farrar like? Oh, dude, it was like it was like our first night at Farrar. It was very intense, very very pushing the place and um if you if you ever go back to our old investigations or whatever we were very about like trying to get as much interaction as possible yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh we you know we would push 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 and that's what we did and 
it was like I don't know. It was it was just a classic. It was it was it was a send off, and it's weird because it was exactly almost exactly twenty years after we had began ghost hunting. Really? Uh, and it it just happened that like this was it. This was the end, and I had no idea when we were there that That's that crazy. was it. That, that was it. And Farrar is you know is our staple. It's our place. And so to end it there and not even mean to, like, that that's what's wild. And I think it was fate of some sort, you know. I got gotcha. you. Um, definitely uh, leaves a, a story to tell, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Seth, only on the line with me right now talking about the world of uh, ghosts and hauntings and everything in between. All right, so uh, I, I want to get to Squatch, Iowa, but I want, I want to keep the Bigfoot stuff just a little bit separate for now. You're living out in New York now, correct? Correct. You said, uh, and and you have done more stuff with the the Bigfoot stuff, which we'll get to here in a second. But the house being haunted, what's going on here? Because the last time you and I talked, uh, and not uh, this week when we were setting up this, but before yeah. that, I, that's the first time I've ever heard you talk about your house being haunted. So I live I live with my wife's parents, and uh, we have an apartment in the basement, and uh, her sister and her daughter also live upstairs. It's a big house. It's a big house. Yeah. It's a big house. A lot of people. But my, my first ever like kind of introduction to what was going on here is my wife telling me like them growing up, which this is crazy because it's like this ranch style house that was built in the late eighties. So we're not talking like some old house, nothing. And it just sits on this cul-de-sac out, out in the country it's not like you pull up, you're like, that's not haunted. Like you, you would never <laughs> think that ever. That's not ever. haunted. <laughs> <laughs> like literally never think that. Okay. Um, and she told me all these stories about how like all she has, she has four or three other sisters and a brother. Yeah. And all the sisters at some point heard growling in their ear. Like what? she did. Yeah. Like she heard, Literally, where my computer desk is, um, she literally heard at one point back when she was a teenager, like literally she called it like a lion, but like a human trying to make a lion's roar. Oh, weird. Made it into her ear. And uh, all of her sisters heard, have heard this. I think maybe not one. And then they would hear. Uh, at night, my father-in-law would get up because she, he would hear people walking up and down the basement stairs. Um, and the basement stairs are super creaky. Okay. And my, my wife also said they would hear, like, chairs moving um, in the living room or in the dining room. Bunch of stuff. They would hear her brother being uh, imitated. So, like, he would not be there, but she would hear him talking. Um they even heard that like him, him talking to their dogs and their dogs like settled down um, and he wasn't there. <laughs> okay. Can I ask uh, something real quick? Yeah. 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 Where, when you were uh, going back to the uh, smashing the ghost boxes, yeah. where did you hear the ghost or where did you hear the voice? I heard it in the shower. In that house? In that house. Yes. Now I know, I know what you're already, where you're already going, but it wasn't, I didn't, Ver- like verbally hear it it was in my head i no, but here's the thing yeah. could it have been like could it be someone impersonating the almighty in that situation I, <laughs> I don't i don't think so because because i had already been like 
this is <clears throat> this is a weird thing, especially talking to people who aren't Christians. But like, I I would already been praying about this. Yeah. Because I've been feeling led. Like it's being it's the thing that they call it being led in the spirit. Like you just start feeling it. Like okay. this it's something you can't shake. So like, when God can, calls, you know it's Him. Yeah, it it was okay. absolutely Him because I had been in prayer about this whole thing, and I was like, I felt like I need to get rid of all this stuff. And I said, okay, like I'm thinking, I'm gonna sell this. I'm gonna, I know what I'm gonna do. And then I just out, it just comes out. It says, no, smash them. Okay, do not well, spread this. That the reason I'm asking because if you think about it. I mean, if you have a ghost hunter in the house, someone that's into this yeah. stuff, and you have people telling stories about hearing growling and stuff, and right. you don't want the one person that's a born-again Christian to know about this, <laughs> yeah, no, smash them. Get rid of them. You don't want to come after you don't. Things are going to be awesome if you don't hunt me. I mean, right. and, and I'm, not the, tr- I'm not trying to be, like, overly no. funny with it, but, I mean, that's. Oh, no, no, no. It's a, it's a legitimate absolutely the legitimate question i will say i i mean obviously there's the people who believe that ghosts can hear your thoughts and stuff like that it's nothing i spoke outwards like verbally. Yeah. um and i was the whole decision was to get rid of the ghost box that like completely yeah um so i don't know like it, i was gonna sell this i was gonna i was getting rid of all my equipment that was the decision yeah and then that came out like everything else, like I knew, like cameras and audio equipment, stuff like that, that can be used for other things. But the ghost box is literally like an audible, <laughs> more or less. So, um, no, I, I, I've never, I've never been communicated with in this house. So it would be a funny thing that they literally just decided to just imitate God. But no, I know for, a, I can tell you a thousand percent, it was, it was not a ghost. Okay, all right. Uh, but I understand, and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of crap about. No, it, it, it's more uh, the it's more it just. How, I mean, if you <laughs> go into how I investigate things, how when I went with you guys on how many trips, how many questions do right, I ask right. during the entire night? Oh yeah, I'm the one no, who won't no, no, no. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're completely so hundred percent like yeah. Okay, so how hard has it been not to investigate this house that you live in? it's, you know, I, that's the one thing I, especially when Jesse and I were really heavily into investigating every apartment that we lived in was haunted, like every single one. And my biggest thing is I never wanted my house to be haunted. I didn't want to bring work home. So anytime that anything happened, we never acknowledged it. Like we would talk about it to each other, but we would never interact with what was happening because we did not want it to be worse. Um, so I have no desire to invest okay. here. And um, for the people out there that may be hearing this, dragging your home, uh, work home in this manner is never a good thing. Never. Oh my gosh, dude. No, I, I've been through some things and it is, it's unsettling. It's really to be on edge and like, you start to get used to it. Yeah. Is the fat, the crazy part. Com- completely uh, kind of off topic. Did I ever tell you I, I may have had a hitchhiker from Ferrar? Mm-mm. Really? Yeah, last really? time I was out there. Yeah, I I went out. Uh, uh, Will uh invited me out on like it was like legit Halloween. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. And I went out, but I came home, and uh, I'm I'm driving home. It's you know three or four in the morning, whatever it happened to be, 
And all of a sudden, my, ra- my, my radio display in my car did something I've never seen it do ever. And it's never done it since. It, it, it like went, it went to static and this is a display on a, in a car radio. It's a, it's a traverse, right? Yeah. It went yeah. to static. It shut down. It restarted. And then it kicked out the CD. What? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the? F-? <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's, uh, I was like, listen, anybody in the car with me, you got to go home. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, but you are not welcome at the house. So. Wow. Do that. Wow. That just it reminds me of a, we were there one time back way back and we got in the car and Jesse was used to be extremely sensitive and we're like backing out of the parking lot. And he goes, bro, you got to stop. And I was like, what? He goes, there's a girl in here with us. And I was like, what? Is she pretty? (laughs) It was a little girl. Little girl. Okay. Little girl. Um, And uh, he's like reversed right now. And he said, we backed up and he kicked open the back door. He's like, you got to go. You have to go. You have to go back in the house. And he said he literally could see this girl like run back to the school. And yeah, that was the closest we ever came. But that's every single time we had investigation, we're like, no. Nothing is allowed to come with us. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't always stop it. It really doesn't stop it. And we always used to be like, well, it's just because we live in haunted apartments. No, I'm pretty sure we are being. Is it? Well, (laughs) you say that, but if you guys have a lot of interesting stuff around you and, you know, at these places, you know, uh, whether it's Velisca or Farrar or, you know, what have you, you you guys seem to get good information, uh, uh, you know, good evidence, good stories, you know, that sort of thing. Is it not the apartments haunted? Maybe it's you guys? Yeah, oh, it's dude. I, I would definitely think that, especially back in the day, that there was definitely stuff um, hanging out with us. Okay. Because, I mean, even even when, and we never even acknowledged that. We didn't, I don't think we wanted to acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there was spirits from our very first place that we ever investigated, the cemetery up in Palmer, Iowa, um, that this little girl that we would constantly get her name in other locations weird and then and then we would get the name do we got the name this is the craziest when we went to uh down to missouri state we had the uh the voice and the name of the principal that we've interacted with thousands of times at farrar come through in the prison on the ghost box and say uh because it was always Principal West. He literally the same voice that we had interacted with came through our ghost box and said Warden West. Ooh. And I'm not <laughs> joking. Like it was so creepy, man. Like, so yeah, I think stuff resonated with us, even if it okay. was just some sort of energy hanging out. Um. So yeah. So that's why. I, and then we kind of stopped slowing down, and then the haunting slowed down too. I got gotcha. you, uh, Seth Olney on the line with me from Calhoun County Paranormal Investigators. Uh, as we wrap up the ghost side of everything you do, I, I, I would genuinely feel bad asking you for like some of your favorite places or places you recommend. So instead of that, I'm going to ask if people are going to do this, yeah, they're going to go out, you know, they're going to, you know, ghost hunt for fun or because they want evidence or, you know, whatever it happens to be, what's your advice? I, and it can't be don't, it can't be don't, no, um, if you're doing this 
And I totally understand the draw. I totally understand the want. I say go in completely and utterly, like, just serious. Don't go in trying to, like, push a place with limits like we used to. Go in and just, like, set up recorders, set up video, and just sit and listen. Yeah. Like, I have not, late, like, our last few investigations, we spent a lot of time just listening. And I feel like a lot of our stuff came from that. And listening and then just discussing and, like, kind of seeming like you're not paying attention. Um, we The biggest thing that we love to do was go and tell tell ghost stories about other locations. And it was literally, I swear the ghost got jealous or something like that because, dude, we used to get the best stuff really? when we would be sitting around telling stories about other locations. And I've never heard I, that we, before. Oh, yeah, dude. That, that we, we, we spent, man, what was that? We spent a night in this old popcorn factory a few years ago. It was like made into a haunted house. Okay. And we spent half, over half the night with like barely anything happening. And we, it was just me, Gert, and Cole. And we decided, we went into this dark like tunnel area, and we're like, we're going to just start talking about other places. And I'm not kidding, dude. Within five minutes, there was stomping above us, and then it was terrifying the rest of the night. Like it's like they just are jealous because it's like we've interact, we're interact. They're hearing that we interact with other spirits, and this might sound absolutely ridiculous <clears throat> to certain people, but it, it proved time and time and time again that we we literally just stop and ignore what's going around us they will start to interact because they want to make their presence known to you. Can I um, offer a secondary opinion here? Absolutely. And just something to think about. All right, so if you start telling stories about a haunt, a different haunted location at a haunted location, right? Yeah. What if the spirit, the energy, the ghost, whatever you want to call it, hears it and they're like, I'm not alone. True. I True. want to hear more. Yep. I mean, yeah, could it be something, not, not necessarily a jealousy thing, but uh, I want the I uh, tell me, you know. Yeah, like, hey, I'm here too. Like, I want to know more about this. Like, you're having interactions, you know. Like, wow, what is this? Yeah, oh yeah, I could totally see that. That's I think a... it's, it's curiosity and yeah, curiosity or jealousy and curiosity is a huge thing. I could absolutely see, especially with kid ghosts. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So, all right, uh, yeah. uh, Seth Olney from Calhoun County Paranormal Investigators on the line with me right now. This is The Haunting. My name is B-Socks. Uh, so, as you guys kind of left the whole uh, ghost paranormal world, uh, as we talked about last time, you guys were getting ready to release Squatch, Iowa. Uh, since then, awards, been on TV, seen a hairy man's ass, and so much more. <laughs> uh Okay, so that would have been uh, what 2018, I believe. Yeah, so we we talked with you yeah at the end of 2018, and we were just had been in the beginning filming of Squatch Iowa. Which um, real quick, I when you guys were getting ready to do that, and when you let it, you put it out. I ha I I know you had asked if you could use part of the interview we did on the haunting for it. Yeah, I legitimately yep. had no idea. I was gonna be in there uh, with the other investigation. <laughs> I I was I was like, oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> <laughs> oh heck 
yeah, dude. That, like our whole our whole entire like mission with Squatch Iowa was to like show skeptics and stuff like that. And it was like the best my in my opinion, like one of my favorite parts of that movie is it starts out like with us discussing with you and you're, you know, making fun skeptical joking and making fun. Um and then we're like, okay, so let's take B socks out there. Like <laughs> it, it, it doesn't even even in the interview it doesn't even say like we don't even say it. But if you keep watching all of a sudden, hey, now B socks is out there with us, you know, and we're throwing him out in the middle of it. And it's just like one of my favorite things because our whole thing is like taking people that are, you know, have yeah. had the experience and even the people that are like, uh, I don't think so. And bringing them out there and trying to show you, you know, like, hey, this exists. So, like, it's all part of the mission of Squatch Iowa. So, so uh, I, I'm glad you were happy about that. So, uh, a couple things that I've never told you about that, uh, especially that night. One, I was absolutely fascinated by it. I, I, I legitimately didn't know if we would see Bigfoot around my the area I grew up. And where we went was, uh, if anybody's in Iowa or wants to look it up, it's uh, along Sailorville Lake. It's kind of right in central Iowa, north of Des Moines. I had an absolute blast that night. That is legitimately one of my favorite nights of investigating anything. Dude, I love that. It was so fun. It was so good. And I and that- after after I saw it, I'm like, God, I talked a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But um, (laughs) tell us about, okay, so you guys release Squatch Iowa. It comes out. um, It wins awards. It gets recognition. Uh, What award did it win again? Um, It won won the Best Cup Award, which is uh, Cryptids, UFOs, and Paranormal um, at the Vidi Film Festival, which Vidi, um, which is, no longer around but um their whole entire like basis was ghost bigfoot and aliens yeah and we came to the first uh film festival and we won the best documentary out of that field so and that was a national thing that, it was yeah it was it was uh there was they uh accepted stuff internationally from the whole world okay okay yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah so it was their first one and it was judged personally by Nick Groff, from originally from Ghost Adventures. Um, Chad, wow, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but he's from Fast and Furious. Um, like really good big names judged this thing, and we won. So that was pretty awesome. Um, also, in that time frame, you and Jesse got to go on another one of the haunted shows. How many haunted shows have you been on? Like Discovery, Travel, and all. I, I have been on. Let's see. I I've been on two or three episodes of my ghost story, and I've been on. This was my first like in studio uh, with the these woods are haunted. So I think I've been on four. Jesse's been on like six. I think he's been in studio a couple different times. He's been on Destination Fear. He's been on a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe I should have had him on. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Jesse, I'm sorry I didn't I didn't grab you for this this time. <laughs> but uh so you've been around the block uh now on the other podcast show my buddy Justin and I do. We had an amazing amount of fun with your guys' appearance on uh what was the what was the Bigfoot one? Oh my gosh. It was uh it had two names. These woods are haunted and terror in the woods. I don't want this to come off wrong and I don't want to push people off of Seth or not have him no, on no, the no, show no, no. anymore. 
<laughs> the version of the story you told us is so much different than what they put on the TV. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and you got Hundred. to they, and they put they made reenact uh, uh they had actors play you guys oh yeah dude they went all out we we thought this is it this is awesome <laughs> this is gonna be our true staple any of the director told us oh we're all about the truth we just want to tell the truth <laughs> and then he literally has us tell two stories of in of in interactions of bigfoot and what's he do he just tapes them together and makes one story and then just completely flips our stuff upside down. It, it it's, a, it's a hilarious joke. I, I'm proud of it now because it's literally one of the most played episodes. It gets played yeah. on travel like all the time, but it is a joke and a half, man. Like me and my brother's, screaming like we're dying in the woods and like <laughs> well there was that it was like and okay so to preface it the short of the story is you guys were up by cedar falls wasn't it mm-hmm. at there's a old uh old racetrack if i remember correctly yes old greyhound building yeah racetrack building and you guys and this this racetrack it's not like it's outside of town or out in the middle of nowhere it's like in town yeah, it's like kind of like this stretch in between Cedar Falls and Waterloo. It kind of sat by itself, but there's stores around. There's gas yeah, stations. It, it's not like you're in the middle of nowhere. And the first thing, the two first things that I do was like, "Oh, this is gonna be bad." Good. Oh <laughs> is, yeah. Is but, you got is the actors dr- you guys the guys that are playing you guys drinking out in the woods because neither one of you are Jesse Drink. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and. The forest they show, there's mountains and this this giant forest. Yes, dude. The mountains, man. I forget how just I forget how Justin said to me. He goes, I've never seen mountains in Iowa before. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but you guys got to go on this show. You guys uh, uh, as much fun as like you said. I mean, it's it's funny now. You, You know, I imagine there's part of you that's disappointed that your story wasn't told correctly. But it's still it's you had someone uh, be, play you in a show. Oh yeah, no, it, it'll it'll always be something I like wear as a badge. Like I think it's great. Um, yeah, I and I I knew like part of me knew they were gonna screw it up real bad. Um, <laughs> and that's why I'm here. You know, that's why we I always tell people you want to know the real story. Go watch our documentary. That'll tell you the real story. All right. Um, so yeah. let's let's really dive into the Bigfoot stuff. When you guys talked to me the last time, it was basically you were looking for something else to do because you wanted to give it out of the ghost realm of the the paranormal, right? What's yeah? I mean, it, it, yeah, we had been dabbling in Bigfoot for since two thousand nine, I think. So it was just kind of like a, a, we're going to put more focus into that. And, and when I say that, that's just the short version of the story. I'm not trying to change yeah. your story; just the the short oh, version. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna change it completely. That well, you know what? Because of you and like Will and a couple other people I know that have been on those shows, when I go to talk about the paranormal, the when I t- tell people that I'm going to edit, you know, the interview or whatever, my, yeah. the edit I do is just to clean it up. I won't ever change anything to make anybody say anything they they didn't say or make it more dramatic oh, or and, and all that because that stuff. I'm mad for you. I was mad for you that night. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, so, but anyways, so you guys jump into the world of uh, Bigfoot. What's been the most surprising thing you think? Oh man, 
I know that kind of puts you on the spot, but yeah, no, I, I think the most surprising thing to me what, since we really took this journey was finding out how much we were not alone in Iowa. Um, like having experience and stuff. I mean, I'm not kidding, man. When we started, nobody, absolutely nobody, except some inter- internet stories was talking about Bigfoot in Iowa. And like, we're like, dude, we're the only crazy people that believe that there's Bigfoot here. <laughs> and I and, do believe I made fun oh, of you guys. <laughs> oh, you absolutely did. And that is <laughs> well-deserved because it was, you were not the only one. And so, like, that was the whole point of Squatch Iowa was to be like, hey, yo, like, look, Bigfoot is here. And, dude, the most shocking, most amazing thing that has ever come out of that movie is the people that message us, dude. We, like, we had, like, grandfathers, like, in their 70s message us saying thank you. He's like, I've been trying to tell my grandkids about these stories that I had when I was a kid around Sailorville Lake and stuff that happened to me in that area. And they always made fun of me, said, yeah, right, Grandpa. Yeah. I found this movie and I showed them, and now they're like, wow, tell us more. (laughs) Because, like, there's so – I think I've probably gotten six six messages from different people, strangers, saying thank you. And that's been the most shocking thing to me is, like, wow, these people are really out there, and they just don't talk about it publicly because they don't want – Shamed, you know spending more time out there just is like wow these guys things are all over the place and not just in one location that we thought maybe they were well when you think about bigfoot you think deep forest you think oh, mountains yeah. you think you don't you don't think the heartland i don't think right you know at, at no, least at first at first uh at first glimpse right you absolutely don't and that's you know like being out here in new york like now i'm up in the the mountains and, and stuff and that's where I hunt now because that's where they have to go. Iowa, they don't have that. You know, and, and so these these Midwest Bigfoot they have to like evolve and figure out other ways of, you know, so they become more curious because they're more close with us. Here it's easier to escape. So they're, you know, um it's easier to be away from us. Out in Iowa it's not so much. What do you think do- Bigfoot is? Let's start there real quick. Do you think, and and I know it's a big question, but do you do you go the kind of mystic route with it? Do you go the interdimensional traveler uh, thing with it? Do you go, uh, it's just a animal that we haven't discovered yet? Where, where do you where are you at on that? I I believe I do believe I believe it is some sort of interdimensional being. Okay, you um, weirdo. <laughs> I know. Based, the reason i the reason i say that is based on the interactions that i've had with it okay how you know how like i've literally seen what i believe is a cloaked bigfoot i've i've literally been chasing something and it just vanished i've been affected mentally like group a group of us was affected mentally and our first you know we were all made extremely screwed up in our head like we didn't know what was going on we were confused this and that um not to say that animals there it has been researched that animals can put off some sort of vibe like that um but i do i've seen too much and i've heard too many stories that makes me believe that it is interdimensional of some sort okay so i i want to talk about new york specifically but in iowa 
where have you had the most luck looking for Bigfoot? Ooh, I would honestly, I would say, like when I think about where I want to go again, it's like Jester Park, Sailorville area. Really? Oh my gosh, dude! Jester Park is still probably like top three favorite hunts of all time. If you watch the one where we're hunting in the snow, um, that dude, that was terrifying that night. And, and just for the part, people that may, uh, sorry to cut you off, just for the people that no, may no. may not uh, know exactly where Jesser Park is, it is uh, kind of up by, again, by Sailorville Lake. It's west of Polk City, north, kind of north of Des Moines. Um, it is not a giant park, no. but it's yeah. it's not like it's out in the middle of nowhere or anything like that. So that's crazy that that's the place. Dude, seriously, like, I man, I, the things that we experienced out there and heard, and then the the sighting that um, Alan had out there when, when he was fishing at six in the morning, like literally seeing a ten foot Bigfoot walking through the woods. Just that that whole area, like if you zoom out, like that whole wooded area through Polk City, even like traveling, you know, up past through Polk City, that whole wooded area, like that's probably my favorite. One it, of the most fun is also Yellow River State Park area up in Northeast Iowa. But yeah, the going back to just be, and I just want to talk about the the uh, uh, Sailorville area a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because I grew up there, and mm-hmm. that forest that goes along uh, there and where the bike trail is and kind of weaves back. And I'll tell you, you know what's weird about that? You say that, and I can remember as a kid, it wasn't so much Bigfoot, but. <laughs> It sounds so stupid now, but I remember people saying that there were sat- satanic worshipers back there. Really? That were doing stuff back in the woods, and I thought I had heard people say they found sites and that sort of thing. Which I'm not I'm not surprised either. That could definitely be a thing. But I, I remember that as a kid because they were like, oh, stay out of the forest, you know. <laughs> and, and that's weird, man. So uh, what was the other one real quick? Um, up in like Northeast Iowa, Lansing, um, it's the main base that we always go from is Yellow River State Forest Park area. Okay. It's like, it's like you're not in Iowa. It's like cliffs and bluffs and, um, and we had some, that's where I saw the cloak Bigfoot and, um, we had some incredible like communication and, there's been other, like, that's the only place that's ever had a Bigfoot show. I think Finding Big, Bigfoot went up there. Really? That's um, crazy. Yeah. And yeah, that, in that area, fun. that area is very different compared to central Iowa. Uh, oh, you're yeah, more in uh, River Valley. There's a lot of ups and downs, elevation changes, uh, forest, you know, not, there's farmland, but it's not like just miles upon miles of fields. Right. Right. So, and. I, I see Iowa as like kind of like highway for Bigfoot. I'm not saying that they're always sitting and living. Um, but if you follow like a lot of reports and stuff, it's always along the rivers. Yeah. And so I think they come down from like the Minnesota mountain areas in Canada and they like travel the rivers. And uh, a lot of our stuff has happened next to rivers, streams, wow. stuff like that. But yeah, it's crazy stuff, dude. Seth Olney from Calhoun County Paranormal Investigators on the line with me right now. All right, so you've been on TV a few times. Uh, Squatch Iowa did really well, which I believe that's still on YouTube, right, in its entirety? Yes, sir. 
I yep. will. Yep. Uh, I'll I'll tag it at the bottom of this, so if people want to check okay. it out, they can. Um, what are you working on now? Like what I, I know you've been in New York for a few years now. I know you and Jesse try and do stuff when, when you're, you know, back together and stuff, but what, what are you working on now? What's, what's, what's going on? So I, I have two, two big projects. Um, and then I'm always have little stuff laying around and I, um, one of the biggest things I am focused on right now, which is, um, crazy is, is it's our last paranormal ghost ghost project. Okay. And that is, Haunted Iowa 2, which has actually been in the works since 2011. Oh, wow. Literally, when, when Haunted Iowa 1 came out, we were already working on Haunted Iowa 2. And Haunted Iowa <clears throat> 2 has had like three or four attempts, and I just never was able to capture the magic of Haunted Iowa 1. Okay. Um, not able to get what I really wanted. It also, uh, a lot of the filming that we were doing, uh, kind of happened right into when I met my now wife. And so a lot of my time went to her and kind of like that all got put back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I met, um, I, I met a girl and, you know. <laughs> dude, seriously, like, it was crazy. We literally, we've had like three, two or three release dates for that movie. Yeah. And, uh, Two of them got screwed up because I just wasn't happy. And I was like, all right, 2015, 10-year anniversary of CCPI. We're going to do this thing. And then literally two months later, I met my now wife. And, yeah. <laughs> um, um, uh, so, had, had, yeah. Does she, real quick, with her mind, does she go on any of this stuff with you? Is she into it? She, uh, she went on a couple investigations with us, uh, ghost stuff. She's definitely, like, a believer. Um, She's been on some Bigfoot hunts. She's in Squatch, Iowa. She's in a couple of the investigations. She's definitely about it. Yeah, she she's she's not she doesn't go on mini hunts anymore, but okay. she definitely enjoys. It. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, That's cool. So when I knew that I was gonna have the six months off for my um, daughter being born this year, I decided I'm gonna just take everything that we've filmed in the past ten years for ghosts. Yeah. I have like tons of investigations. I'm going to go through and I'm going to make Haunted Iowa too. And it's going to be like the last send off, like our love letter to the paranormal field. Um, and say, Hey, like we've been promising this movie. So I'm going to just take the last 10 years and I'm going to show you what we did in the last 10 years. Isn't that so kind of cheating? Sort of. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, I do. We, I mean, it's, I'm like, okay, 10 years, we have enough good stuff to at least give you a solid document. Well, I, I mean more, more, I mean, you had a voice from the heavens tell you to smash all the stuff. If the voice so, came so down and said, delete everything, would you? Oh yeah. And I, and I know I, I, I've, that was the thing. Cause I, Jesse and I kept like releasing like old videos and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I said, there needs to be an end. We have to stop like, okay. To put this. But we're sitting on this pile of stuff. So I like I prayed about it and I said, I need some guidance on what I should do about this. And it said just one last be done with it. You've been like I and I you, said, I've been promised You negotiated with the Almighty. I, I, I mean that's I mean that's what I said and I felt I felt peace about it. Yeah, I okay. felt peace about it. But all right, all right. It all wasn't right. like I didn't get some defining word or anything, but I just felt peace about it. One so time, said, Seth. Like, one time. <laughs> 
one time. Just be done with it. Like, that's pretty much what it was. Like, be done with it. Um, okay. And, like, so this was – instead of, like, I – I was literally, my thoughts were for a while, like, I'm just going to put these investigations together and release small videos for the yeah. next how many years. And I'm like, no, we're done with it. Like, so I promised this to so many people in the past <laughs> decade. I'm just, this is literally for them. I could give two flying F's if anybody watches this. <laughs> I, I'm i doing this for them. And so that they can, like, a promise fulfilled. Or all whatever. right, all right, all uh, right. Yeah. But then, <laughs> so then that's, that's that, man. That's the nail in the coffin on the ghost videos. And then um, it's nothing but uh, Bigfoot from there on out, right? Yeah. Empire Empire State Bigfoot is my next is my big oh cool big Bigfoot project, which is which I've been filming since I moved out here. I started in 2020, and I've had like different stories, different interactions. Um, two areas I've really focused on, and I even brought like Jesse and Gert came out, and we did like some full big hunts. Um, so that's pretty much filmed I, every once in a while, I'll add some new stuff to it, but that I hope I'm excited about. I, I feel really good about that one. You should be um, able to so see it in 2042, 2042. Yeah. The way things are going with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, real quick, uh, where about, and you don't have to tell the exact location, but like New York area, where, where about, like what town are you close to? Oh, I'm uh, just about 30 minutes south of Albany. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So you're... Like, where, where I run all my big errands is in Albany. So... All right. So you're just north of the cities then? Yeah, yeah. We're about two hours from the city. Okay. Well, you get into some deep forest back there, eh? Oh, dude, yeah. Like, you walk out of the back of our house, and you can see the mountain, Catskill Mountains. Oh, wow. That's um, very cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, so that's right. My buddy lives like at the base, kind of like in the base of the mountains, and so that's where we do a lot of our hunting. There's so much activity up there. What's um, what's been the scare uh, uh, most? Because I don't want to say the scariest, but what was the the most interesting one so far? There, there actually was earlier this year. Um, we were him. He has this like Terex like off road vehicle, and we go up into the mountains, and we were coming down um in this pathway through the woods and i was shining my flashlight up like my spotlight up into the woods yeah i caught the biggest eyes staring back at me like and they were like crouched over the edge of this like cliff area and i like i was like brad stop this vehicle i literally just jumped out and ran into the woods to go get a better perspective of this thing and the eyes like I could see them like slowly blinking and looking at me. And again, a hundred percent, it could have been something else, but these eyes were huge. And it was what was followed after. So the eyes, like I run after it, the eyes vanish. I go try to get up to it. This thing is like higher up. Yeah. And from for the next like hour, <clears throat> we're hearing freaking screams in the woods, stomping, <laughs> like the loudest stomping. <laughs> Stuff being thrown, and I know you're over there just giggling. Um, but uh, well, what were you gonna like, do if you caught it? I wasn't gonna catch it. I was trying to film it. Like, I know, I but still, like, what if you would have? Like, let's say, just for the sake of argument, you you run up on this thing and it doesn't leave. Like, how close I... do you think you're gonna get before it's like, you know what? This is a stupid idea. <laughs> I I I. I... 
Well, let's just say I was just trying. My biggest thing is like, I want to get within, a, you know, 20 feet of this thing. I fully expect, like, from all my research and all the stories out there, these things don't stand and just, like, wait for you to, like, get them. <laughs> like, I've never heard of anybody just, like, I ran after it and it was sitting there waiting for me. Like, um, I'm an idiot when it comes to Bigfoot a lot of times. Uh, if, like, if you watch the freaking show on Travel Channel and they say that we ran away, no, we did not. We Jesse sees a Bigfoot. What did we do? We just decided, let's run after it. Like, that was the best. Uh, we're, dude, I, I will fully say, just like I wasn't ghost hunting, I am now. I'm a moron when it comes to this. Like, I just want to film this thing. <laughs> yeah, going, and, back, going back to the uh, TV thing with the Bigfoot, you guys, you guys, in the story, you guys are in hot pursuit of this thing. In their version of it, you were being chased by this thing across oh, Iowa. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude! It literally, the the biggest the crescendo, the big big part of that story is like Jesse sees it across this little stream area, and says, "Seth, there's a Bigfoot." And in the show, he's screaming, "Where are you? Where are you?" He's <laughs> crying and stuff. And like, yeah, and they're making it sound like the Bigfoot took off after us. No, that has never been a thing, and that has never been like you don't ever hear about people being chased through the woods by a Bigfoot, <laughs> like. <laughs> like, no, what happened was we literally jumped that stream and tore off after this, and Bigfoot ran as fast as he could, and we literally ended up getting lost in the woods because we were morons, and all we wanted to do was catch, see this thing. Like, we wanted to get full eyes on this Bigfoot, and that's what I do every single time. Hey, you it's get like, back here, like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's like storm chasers, man. It's like most normal people are like, why are you driving yeah. at that tornado? It's it's the same thing. Like, why are we dry, running at the huge creature that could rip our arms off and beat us with them? Like, it, I don't know. It's, it's, I want to catch footage. I don't want to, like, I mean, it'd be fun, but I'm not going to actually physically catch a big foot. But I'm going to film that bad boy if I can't. <laughs> Hey, real quick, so, what is it about paranormal investigators that their next adventure is storm chasing? Have you noticed that? Bro, bro. <laughs> seriously, that is the biggest truth of all time. And I think it's something with adrenaline. Yeah. And I have some other comments that I'll just keep to myself. But um, I will say props to my buddy, our buddy Jonah, because I feel like that dude has legitimately taken it to the next level with, you know. Oh, he's, he's got like, some great pictures and stuff. Like, he's oh really done God. some cool stuff. He has educated himself fully in what he's doing. Um, other people, not so much. They're like, oh, let's go chase this storm and hope to God we don't get sucked up, you know. But, yeah, it's dude, that is the biggest truth right there. Like. I don't know what it is, but every single ghost hunter is like, all right, it's time to chase the tornado now. It's a thing. I think a lot of ghost hunters, um, and and I'm the same. I mean, I was the same. It's just they're sitting at home. They see something on TV. They're like, I could do this. (laughs) This sounds like fun. They do it. And then they're like, okay. They see people driving around chasing storms. I could do this. (laughs) Oh, hell, I can do that. 
they're it's people bored. Like they're just bored, and they want some adrenaline and some excitement in their life. So they're like, oh, I could oh, do this. That's um, awesome. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, Seth Aldi from Calhoun County Paranormal Investigators. Uh, all right, man. Well, I've I've talked your ear off. I kind of feel bad about that. I know you're a busy cat. No, um, this has been good. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I'm glad you're still doing uh, some of this stuff. Maybe it's not, you know, exactly the ghost hunting that it used to be, but I'm 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 glad you're still in the world of the weird. Oh, dude, I I'll never not be. Like it's it's just too intriguing. I'm always I'm always I just love the curiosity. Seth Olney from Calhoun County Paranormal Investigators. Again, man, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's always fun talking to you. Oh, dude, my pleasure. Anytime, my friend, anytime. And uh, best of luck with getting that documentary done by the turn of the century. (laughs) I I appreciate that. We'll try. We'll try. (laughs)